You're listening to Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, episode 125. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! It's Crack-a-Lackin Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 125. 125. Man, we hit the quarter pole Ooh. in the 100s here. Wow. We turned the turn corner. Like the last 25 Man. have flown by. I know. It's like what? after you hit 100, it's like 25, boom. A whole new world. <laughs> I just always think of Craig. We need to go about three, four years of this stuff. <laughs> I feel like we're starting to go away. <laughs> I know, we're scratching on the door, the three-year mark, you know? Oh, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. Well, guys, we're going to come to you an episode today, I guess call it the great outdoors, but going to talk about outdoors, the value of being outside. That could even be, you know, sitting on your back porch, balcony, whatnot, um, going hiking, fishing, boating, you know, hunting, a lot of different ways you can talk about being outside, um, city life, country life, whatnot, and the value that that provides. So what do y'all think on the topic, fellas? Well, it's pretty funny because the only thing that I've written down on my paper is get out the side. Mm, surprised you doesn't have the girls. <laughs> they are outside most of the time. They've been trying to creep into the house, but we hadn't let them yet. So we'll sure, have to see. Sure, we're getting we'll have to get on that. some chicken diapers or something. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Get out the sides. What you got, CC? Man, the first thing I thought about was The Great Outdoors with John Candy. Oh, there you Back go. Yes. God, that was the best. <laughs> that movie was so funny. I never forget. I saw that with some buddies, and there was this. I don't know how to say it. All right, so this kid, I don't know if he's a kid or a young adult, maybe he's a young adult who had the mind of a kid. You know, he was, you know, challenged at least in some capacity. But he sat on the front row of the movie and he would laugh before the joke each time. Like he knew, he must have seen it 10 times. And when he laughed, it was so loud that it was more funny than the movie. <laughs> and me and my buddies had a blast because this guy would be like, <laughs> like it would start to ramp up. <laughs> It was so awesome. You knew something good was coming. I knew it huh? was coming, but I had a, had a, I don't know. I just you said outdoors, and I thought of that moment. But that was one of the best little movie experiences I had. And we all had a good giggle out of it. But yeah, outdoors are awesome. I, mean, I can't wait to talk about it. I mean, if you know, especially with those of us that work indoors all day long, and you just yeah. stare out the window longingly, you know, you're kind of jealous of the guy out there cutting the grass. You're like, man, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's funny whenever you said talking about the movie, I looked over at Hot Dog, and he looked bewildered. Have you seen that movie, sir? Negative. Oh, <laughs> I know it. Like, it's been a long time since we've been that. able to pick oh, on him about not man. seeing a movie. And it's been a very long time since I've even seen one that he hasn't, because me and Matt usually don't see movies. This is correct, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we can't swim together on this one. But oh, yeah, no, funny. I hadn't seen it, but maybe we'll add that to the list here. Um, all right, guys. Before we get hopping in, Johnny, going to take the would you rather this week, bub? Okay, I'll do it. Um, this is not written so down, that's for sure. This is going to be going along the same lines, I guess, with the topic. Um, would you rather... Beach or mountains? <laughs> would I rather the what? The beach or the mountains? 
Um, what if you put the beach in the mountains? Whoa. A lake in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've done that. Lake in the mountains. Okay, would you rather it be windy, breezy, or still? You gonna find breezy and windy for us, both? Like windy, like we have going on today. Oh, you're counting nice, them the same, right? A nice fifteen. Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah, said. Would know. you rather windy, be windy, breezy, windy, or breezy? Oh, you know, kind of thing. Or still, <laughs> no wind. Ah. A whole new world. I want to say that again. I don't know why <laughs> that song is now stuck in my head. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man, this is a tough one. It, it also depends, like summer or winter. This is a good point, Craig. Mm-hmm. What are you actually doing, too? I don't like know. What are bike, you doing? Why are you asking me what I'm doing? rough, man. Uh, it's terrible. Yes. Bike. We're running. You're, you're doing long-distance running or, in the wind? Or, or, still, or still heat in the middle of August? Yeah, that's, a whole nother, that's a whole nother problem. Yeah. Craig, what you think? My gut, when he said it, was to go breezy, kind of split the difference. Like a gentle wind that just kind of lets you know it's there. Not so strong that it like knocks you down if you're trying to run or ride a bike or... If, adds minus 20 degrees to already a cold day but something just kind of like you know keeps the air fresh i may regret it but that's just my just looking for a perfect wind speed over there <laughs> no yeah for a perfect wind speed <laughs> <laughs> i think we would all pick that if that was a potential because uh, i do love a, a good wind it's, when it's you it's know, funny how we all kind of twist these and like yeah i'll just take perfect exactly what i want <laughs> That'll be fine for Steve, me. Thanks. I'll take your light breeze <laughs> on a nice spring day at 65 degrees. That's my answer. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would not rather. Either of those two options you gave me, I'll make up a new one. Option <laughs> <laughs> C. Um, hmm. I think I would have definitely taken windy till I started bike riding recently and I realized, man, the wind is rough or it's just unseasonably rough. And I think if I was looking at this all year long, sometimes it's fine with no wind, the winter mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I wouldn't have an issue or the fall. But I guess if I am taking it, I'll take the good with the bad, the super windy days, and not when not as badly windy days. And I'm gonna go with the wind. Mm. I also don't love the heat. I mean, if I'm sleeping outside, I definitely need some wind. Yeah, you know, I, it depends on the activity. I think like y'all talked about, you know, running, cycling, all that stuff. I mean, can make it fun when you're going with the wind but whenever you're going against it man it's pretty brutal playing Mm -hmm. golf playing tennis yeah a lot of those outside activities being on the boat if you've ever been on the boat whenever it's uh super windy or wavy that can really take away the enjoyment uh, and ability to fish other things like that um in our part of the world it gets super hot during the summertime but then again in the wintertime we have high humidity and it doesn't have to get that cold for the you know the brisk wind to cut through you like that so overall i guess i would probably take a perfect wind speed like cc said <laughs> i guess I'll, i guess i guess i'll go breezy uh, i guess maybe if i was on the boat i could find me a little cove to go hide in and still get to wet the line that kind of thing <laughs> but man i wish i could get that perfect you wind gave speed me the like option CC. of breezy man you <laughs> split <laughs> the difference you really did that's what i was saying it sounded like, like you were giving us three breezy, options like hard like you know <laughs> lots of wind reason of, please describe windy and breezy <laughs> you, you, you open the door i, I ran with it <laughs> yeah i don't love flying in the wind either that's a, there's, there's some issues with the wind there it can get rough Flying in New York. Have you ever done, flown in New York? Um, I flew up there one time, yes. Man, coming in there, it, it's crazy how the wind is and how rough it gets around the skyscrapers. It's it's wild. Mm-hmm. Even on the little airplanes, too, man. Like, just jumping over All there. All the Houston ones that, are, that we Dallas. have here, yeah. Oof, oh, man. Yeah. Get some bad wind. It can get you a little bit. Um, okay. Let's go, John. And Craig taking 
I feel like we had two would you rather. <laughs> um, we will spin our way into the topic, and that is the great outdoors. I think this is a good topic. Um, somewhat was talking about a trip I recently went on to Yosemite National Park. I personally love the outdoors, being outside. Um, and nature is, is something that's really high on my list, and I think on all our lists in some degree. But the first thing that comes to my mind is it makes me feel closer to God when I'm out there. And when I think about wind, that's another thing that kind of goes through, you know, sitting out on a deer stand or a hike atop a mountain or something, you hear the wind blowing by, something like that. So that comes to my mind first. What do y'all think, guys? Yeah, I actually wrote that down too, you know, closer to God by admiring the beauty of the surroundings you're in, whether it's a beach or a forest or mountains. Another thing that came to mind for me was just sort of the mental reset I think you get with being outdoors. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, at least for me, and I can speak for you guys probably, when you're in the throws day to day of your work your job it becomes your reality you forget that there's something exists outside of your the monotony of everything you do every day and so a lot of times for me when I go to the outdoors or it gives me time to reflect on life I get inspired I just sort of feel like wow this exists outside of what I do every day why don't I do this more often you Mm -hmm. know and I just love that sort of change of scenery change of pace um so for me it's a it's a big mental reset No, I agree 100%, CC. And, you know, it's funny, um, you know, growing up, I feel like my parents use the great outdoors as a a break time for themselves. (laughs) They're like, okay, nobody come back in the house until we honk the horn. So after that, we'd be banned from (laughs) inside (laughs) for the rest of the afternoon or morning. And, you know, I think that was something that, you know, did a lot of different things. You know, we got to go out, get a little sun, get some exercise, um, you know, play, figure out ways to entertain yourself without, you know, watching TV or doing, playing a board game or, you know, something like that. So I think it was something that was very constructive for, for young people, which is something that I think a lot of people struggle with right now, um, particularly mm-hmm. the younger generation where they would just like to watch TV, watch TikTok. You know, you gotta, mm-hmm. I know some of my kids, you got to drag them out and make them uh, get outside. It, that is something that's been better for us since, you know, we moved into the new house. Um, John lives out in his backyard. I do spend yes. 99% of my that's life awesome. in my backyard now uh, whenever we're home. Uh, maybe I can go inside once we get this new air conditioner put in and be cooler inside than outside. <laughs> but it's something that, you know, we just have the availability for the kids to just run wild and, not, you know lower chance that they're going to escape and get in the road or something like that. Uh, and it's just something that they can burn off energy and just be kids and throw stuff yeah. and just have a great time. And chase chickens. And chase chickens. They do that every day. And it's, <laughs> I should come watch that. It's entertaining. That. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, those are some good points. And I like what you said too, Greg, about the mental reset. I think that's something, you know, I, in the dual living aspect of going to North Carolina once a month or every six weeks or so like I'm trying to do, uh, just from a living standpoint, I've noticed because I work when I'm up there, it's totally, I much prefer to work up there doing the same thing that I'm doing here when I'm up there just because of the changed scenery in a sense. You know, uh, the air is better, that's for sure too. Less humidity, feels better, not as hot. But just being in more of an outdoor scene um, can do a lot for me personally working in it. And then, you know, I love my morning time being quiet. Like this morning, I went outside reading St. Joe book, man. Again? Nice. Hey, yeah, round two. I was inspired uh, by Craig who read like four times last year. He's done man. it a bunch. Yeah, oh, and I'm I telling thought, you, such a great reset, man. And I told Alexandra yeah. about it, and we kicked this thing off together, man. Oh, that's um, awesome, man. Congrats. Okay, Father, Father Callaway or Calabrera or whatever his name yeah, is. Callaway. Here's your opportunity you're to come back up to come on. Yay, we got a spot for you in the cast. 
But I, I went out there this morning. Uh, I like to do a lot of my quiet time. It was a little muggy out there compared to where I just came from. But I like to do that just outside of my own backyard every day. And that provides a nice mental reset. A, being outside. And B, uh, you know, having the quiet time, reading, meditation, prayer, stuff like that. That's I awesome. agree. I mean, That's it's awesome. something that, um, you know, I, I do a lot of the same activities that I do inside, outside. I've got a TV out there. I read. Yeah, I heard that sucker on when I called John there. John called me the other day. I said, John, you got a TV outside? <laughs> uh, you know, I can do some some yoga and other things outside, and I don't know what it is, but it just seems more enjoyable for me to be mm-hmm. outside and not be yoga? contained. I've done yoga off and on for a long oh, time, man. so... I think it can be enhancement for, you know, a lot of things that you may not even recognize that may not stick out to you that, you know, they're outside activities, just reading or, you know, whatever it may be. But uh, take it outside, take it, get in the shade, get somewhere comfortable where you can just hear the birds chirping and all that. That's one thing you also commented on. Man, the birds are active at the new house. too. followed you there. (laughs) That's awesome. I think they multiplied. You have a bird feeder or you just. No, no. No. See John and flock to him. That's funny. Sometimes we, you talk to him, dude. Can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the beach last weekend, outdoors, yeah. and a lot of people, you know, like to read on the beach. I like to read. You know, bring some stuff to look at, and just, you know, you're reading. You're just enjoying your feet in the sand, the sound of the waves, the power of the waves. In Matt's case, the power of waterfalls. A lot of times with his travels, and mm-hmm. just seeing the the all of nature and its glory, and um. Something that I was introduced, well, not introduced to, I've heard of this over the last year. What do y'all think about this? Have you heard of grounding or earthing, quote unquote? It's this practice, and I'm not sure if I, what I think about it yet. Where you run around bare feet? Run around bare feet. Yes, man, I have Yes. <laughs> so, like, you basically, the idea is that the earth has these electromagnetic fields, mm-hmm. and there's an electrical mm-hmm. charge, and when you're barefoot, your electrical mag- magnetic charge somehow, you know, you and the earth become one in a sense, and I think it's more of a... There's some studies that show it reduces blood pressure, it reduces anxiety, depression, you know, and there's like some physiologic studies that are, you know, I don't know if that's psychologically. Yeah, it builds up to your feet. Yeah, it builds up your Cannon feet. Cannon is a huge fan. Shout but out they talk members. about, you know, you know, frolicking barefoot in your yard or, you know, in the beach, there's something about walking barefoot, obviously like the water and the sand, the textures and that we're feeling, but they talk about just doing this or just laying on the grass in your yard, take your, just lay there. Oh, it feels different. You know, it feels different. It's pretty cool. Um, and a buddy of mine recently introduced me to a little technique where he does this breathing thing. He does these push-ups, and then he kind of like lays on the ground. It's really wild to show you all later. But was, it, was, it, in your was, it, was it Tony? It was a buddy <laughs> of mine that is familiar with Tony. <laughs> um, but uh, I do like to go throw the football barefoot with yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, toss a ball barefoot. You know, play volleyball barefoot. I don't know. It's just kind of something's different. You know, I think there's something to be connecting with nature when you're touching it with your feet, with your hands. I think that's also therapeutic in a sense. Yeah, I have seen some of that stuff that you're talking about, about being, you know, greater exposure to the elements like that and that electrical transmission uh, enhancements. And also, you know, one of the other things that they say is being exposed to a a larger power source, like Mm. the power of the waves and the, the ocean, other things like that enhance that effect. So... Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know exactly how it all works, but um, I know uh, whenever I go to the beach and I spend some time out there and uh, get beat up by the waves, you know, whenever I come back home, I, I feel rejuvenated and it's just a great experience. Mm-hmm. Could it all be just getting away and, and getting a free mind? I don't know. Does it really matter? I feel better anyway, so yeah. <laughs> I'm, ro- I'm rocking with it. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's something, when I was thinking about Craig doing that, um, recently when I went out to Yosemite in the afternoons, went back and in this lodge was saying I had a pool. There was 
decently cool out tub, then hot tub. So I got in that for like 10, 15 minutes, and I would go sit in the chair. This lasts like 30 minutes, maybe. And boom, out, sleep. Like a you, yeah, gone and taking a nap outside oh, to like yeah. the nice wind blowing, a little bit of the pool noise. Ah, oh, the breeze, yeah, perfect, perfect breeze. Called it. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a perfect breeze in that situation. I'm not gonna lie, it was a, it was a good like you seven beat, eight miles you an hour. You cannot beat the perfect breeze. <laughs> to get the air going. <laughs> uh, but another thing that I was thinking of the outdoors and I had written down too for myself again, like to hike uh, a fair amount, and this could also apply to running, biking. Mm-hmm. Anything outside is you can push yourself outside. Uh, myself, I, when I just went to Yosemite, I'll talk about that a little bit later, went on some hikes, and it was a really cool mental test for me to hike further than I'd hiked before. And also being able to use, like, it's like God's playground that he gives us, you know, like all this, even within the country, the world, all these wonderful things that are at the touch of a finger that are practically free that the outdoors mm. provides a lot of activities that we get, you know, God gives us stability, um, and time. If we have it to use it, I think it's pretty neat. That doesn't cost you a dime. What do y'all think about that? Actually, I thought about that. Like what, you know, all people are like, oh, I, don't, I can't take a vacation, mm-hmm. you know, but what are some things we can do in our own community to get outdoors that are free, mm-hmm. you know? And if you can, you know, I think everybody's got a state park or something right. where you can go, you know, ride a bike to have that experience. Or if you live near a lake or a river, even if you don't have a boat, I'm sure there's a way you can rent one or, you know, get with some people and go on a kayak ride or paddleboard or, um, you know, just looking for those chances to just do the free things like Matt said. Like just your backyard. Heck, go in your backyard and walk barefoot and play. And you will feel different. It will change your mindset. If you're feeling like kind of down in the dumps, get outdoors. Um, find the... Every town in this country's got something outdoors that's probably a cool attraction worth going to do. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, like, like I talked about earlier, I think most of us uh, were forced into some of those things, and uh, a lot of the younger people, I think, have a difficulty recognizing that importance and that value. So uh, I think it's something that we need to be diligent in reminding them of those types of things. Um, but it's something that, you know, it can be the, just the simplest thing, you know. Like I talked about uh, in prior podcasts, just sitting out on my, my my new back deck. Some for some reason, there's always a perfect breeze back there. Like it's always breezy <laughs> and cool back there. That's I don't awesome. know what the deal is, but it's the really. We, the I know. It says wind versus breeze. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about it the last couple of nights, my wife and I. But just be, sitting out there and just enjoying mm. watching the the animals walk around, the chickens just walk around and feeding and all that. It's just the mesmerizing thing that just is relaxing. You know, also just being outside and being exposed to the sunlight has beneficial effects. Mm -hmm. It helps, helps your body reset the circadian rhythm. It helps vitamin D vitamin D also your, you know, your serotonin levels. There's a lot of positive effects uh, that can happen from just, you know, that little exposure. You know, something cool about the outdoors to me too, again, hunting, fishing, hiking, um, just sitting outside is a lot of it is it's untouched, you know, uh. we've, we've created cities, uh, and we run around in our cars that one day will probably be all self-driving <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> whoa, he made a big jump with that one <laughs> way more than 40 years from now, but <laughs> I'm like 30, okay. 36, 
<laughs> um, but I, I think what is cool too is like all the untouched areas that are still there and are being preserved and such. The natural beauty that is still there is not necessarily man-made created beauty, which that can be done too through architecture and buildings and stuff like that, which I totally get. But I think it's very awe-inspiring to see, you know, big mountain ranges or bodies of water, things like that, that are still completely untouched. What do y'all think about that aspect of the outdoors? No, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're talking about that and talking about building buildings and affecting nature and not affecting nature um, reminds me of a trip that I went on when I went to France. Uh, I went to the beaches of Normandy uh, where the U.S. soldiers stormed um, the coastline through there. And one of the coolest museums that I've ever been to is actually built into the mountainside. So whenever you get to the area where the American Museum is uh, in the Normandy side, they have like a British, they have several different sections. Where where the American uh, Museum is, it's built into the side of the cliff. So whenever you pull up, you can't see it. There's like a little entrance that tell you where it is, and then you go in and you go underground, and it's all underground. They do have some areas that you can see out of it, but it's something that is really cool architecturally, but it doesn't take away from the beautiful coastline that is right mm -hmm. there. And you, you know, it's not a, a, a sore spot that's just going to take away and get in the way from visualizing what those people did to storm that beach and also climb those um, cliffs. You talk about, we were talking about <laughs> the mountain climbing stuff beforehand. You should see these cliffs. I mean, these guys did it without anything you free, know freestyle just freestyling oh man gosh. it was crazy that was uh i don't know that's what came to mind when we were talking about that and it's cool because you're seeing stuff that they saw back then and it probably hasn't changed mm -hmm. in yeah. a lot of ways you there's know, like you not said, a like whole lot of that stuff side. out there and you know we did um i guess a couple years ago san antonio new brunswick's area there's the natural bridge caverns and like those big underground caves with the stalactites and stalagmites and it's like it took millions of years for these things to form and you know, a hundred years ago, it looked just like it did that day. Maybe a little, maybe one centimeter bigger or whatever, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, it's cool to see that it's living like a lot of this nature while a lot of the big structures are intact. You know, I'm watching the sandbars come and go in Florida. I can go, you know, in a month and the sandbar that was there last week won't be there. So it's kind of cool to see that these, these outdoor things are living and breathing and just watching the colors change in the fall, watching the snow in the North, you know, you know, the summertime, the green and the, it's just kind of awesome when you see it all happening. It helps you appreciate the life that we're living and that it's finite and that it changes and that, you know, you can go from one state of life to another. You know, you can have these metamorphoses. The seasons change and our the seasons in our life change. So kind of reflecting on, you know, when we're in the winter of life versus the spring and the summer and, you know, those kind of things I kind of reflect on. Yeah, speaking of trips, you both bought up one. I, th I thought, John, it'd be cool to, in when you travel and when you get in the outdoors, you see a lot of wildlife, you know, bears, deer. Mm -hmm. and this brings me to a good old trip we took to the Highlands with Craig. <laughs> and Craig, yeah. prepared for those bears out there. Hey, what about the fact you run into some nature when you or, or, or some Or some bloopers that nature gives you. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm sure we've all can talk some about an outdoor. <laughs> we've all probably had an outdoor trip and it, something, there's a blooper. I think Matt's got a few scratches. Oh, oh he man. definitely does. <laughs> He's been saved repeatedly. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> outdoors. We love our animals outdoors, but sometimes our animals don't love us. <laughs> and so I, we, we take precautionary measures just to kind of say, hey, bad bear back. Bad bear. <laughs> In fact, Matt's tiny house 
That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Matt's tiny house up in the Highlands has a camera, and he would you catch on that thing? Dude, that was a pretty good sized bear. I should have thought about Greg and the bears. There's the bear. It came right there across you go. the front of the house. There's an example. Yep. Yeah, that, and that is true. Nature can provide some. You know, you got to respect nature. I normally say when I'm driving, it. respect the na- roads. But I think it's important to also respect nature. Um, and I can say that myself. Even you know, put myself in some precarious spots, ice, water, etc. Greg, that's true. <laughs> Slip and fall. I was trying to think if that happened to me on this current trip. I just went on and it did not. And no injuries? Oh, Remarkable. man. Remarkable. Besides the blisters. Some blisters. <laughs> no falls. I remember a time the we were skin. Um, at the beach walk, walking a sandbar. Beautiful, knee-deep sandbar. Um, maybe 15 yards from the beach. And then we were just kind of walking and got to our waist. And we're like, this is a deeper sandbar. And then next thing you know, we're 100 yards from the beach. Tide had come in. Mm-hmm. And then we had to get from the sandbar to the beach. And as you know, those big sandbars, there's that recess. It kind of dips. So we went from sandbar at our knees to sandbar at our waist to Dang. a trough of about eight foot of water um, oh. for a good 15 yards, 20 yards before we got to the... It was kind of kind of spooky. That's wild. Snuck up on you quick. And so he's just respecting nature. You know, it can have its little, you know enjoy it but always kind of be aware of what's going on and Absolutely. prepared uh, what are y'all's thoughts on this uh the health aspects of being outdoors we may have talked about it but some of the things i'd read that you know obviously when you're active you're burning calories you know if you're bike riding you're walking they say sitting is worse than smoking right so being sedentary so at least you're being active there's the calorie um people say the sleep is better when you get outdoors and maybe that's a combination of the exercise hey the it's sunlight. pretty good i'll tell you hey steve knows about <laughs> sleeping outside uh decreased blood pressure and overall life satisfaction you know, those are a couple of things that I, I read about the benefits of being outdoors, and I have to agree with them all. Yeah, one of the important things for me, I, I, in this time of year, is going to be a little more difficult, but I love to go home a few days a week and work out in the middle of the day because I can get some good sunlight, some vitamin D, and I think that is uh, very important for to get it naturally. It gets a little more difficult when it gets hot outside. I can still do it in the evenings and a little in the morning, but um, I love being outside for that um, general point and yes like you said exercise correct i think that's a great point um being able to push yourself especially from a cardio standpoint i enjoy doing that much more outside than i do mm-hmm. inside as well yeah i agree for me uh, the outdoor aspect of any type of exercise is just much more entertaining for me you have more things to look at more things to you know not just be bored with mm-hmm. um you know one of the worst things that i one of the things i hate more than anything else is being on a stationary bike or on a treadmill yeah. For an extended period of time. Um, I don't like running outside a whole lot either. We'll say that much, but uh, it's much more enjoyable whenever you have more, you know, nature things to look at. You know, you talked about earlier, CC about the different changes in life and other things like that. And it was, it's neat, you know, growing up in Southwest Louisiana, we don't have a whole lot of change in season. So as an adult, to be able to go around and see more of those types of things, is just really special, you know, to mm-hmm, see the different mm-hmm different ice and snow and the changing of the color of the leaves and all of those types of things. It's just an amazing thing that, um, I think that everybody should try to get out and see as much of that as you can. Absolutely. All right. That was awesome guys. Thanks for sharing. Hopefully we challenged y'all to get outdoors and, and reap some of these beautiful benefits that God gave us. And, um, it's about that time where we pump the brakes or hit the gas. And I think today old hot dog is going to take it from us. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Sure is, man. And we're going to stick with the theme of the trip. Like I said in the beginning of this, just went to uh, Yosemite National Park. Uh, one, been on the bucket list for a long time. 
And I do love to hike. I mentioned that a lot. But I like to do a lot of the shorter hikes, you know, two, three, four miles. Cannon and I did a big one in Zion. Um, also, not just necessarily distance, but elevation gains. And they had some, some hikes out there. And I'm going to go with a hit the gas. Took on some hiking. Did a total of a little over 22 miles in our short trip. And one of them being right under nine-mile hike. Did get some blisters for it from it but i will say the cool thing that i took away from and i was pretty amped up morning one i was up 5 45 um they had nothing but like the excitement i felt like i was going to play a game you know baseball game back in the day of going to do a challenging hike i think it was around 2300 elevation gain about nine miles and uh the feeling after it is a cool feeling mm -hmm. to know like you push yourself through nature um and so that's what i'm going with this week it not only was something for me that was great to do i love doing it but uh the gain of, huh, man, that was good. I like pushing myself that way. Hence the reason we're now I'm going to look for something a little higher. Start, start making my way up. <laughs> making my way. Next thing I'll do, I'll be hiking, you know, 14,000 feet with my Sherpas. Oh, oh, man. I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. Oh, here we go. He's going to be, like fall he's going to have the snow so. suits and everything else next. Uh, see, how bougie will he next? be? That's oh, Sherpas. Have two Sherpas, one carrying like a, a five star tent. That's right. I'm one of them with a, uh, a, a, a man piggyback. Um, back back whenever he gets he needs a break a chef a chef sherpa <laughs> i could see i could see one of them just carrying him around his arms and legs are flopping on the side like a piggyback <laughs> yeah piggyback sherpa piggyback sherpa <laughs> no matt i know that you yeah, would like to give my own stuff up about <laughs> i gonna say the Sherpa's might bring some stuff that would be of high quality just but in case you hurt yourself you know it could happen that's why i need the sherpa there <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Like CC said, we hope you uh, gained some tips and pointers from us. And if you got some cool experiences in the outdoors you want to share with us, we'd uh, love to hear from you. And lastly, if you get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, that'd be great as well. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?